So, you guys hear anything good on the radio lately? I'm a huge fan of your show. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Uh... If you hear a little rummaging around in the background, it's because they, they moved me out of the Jack FM studio and put me in the engineer's closet. And I'm just I'm trying to find a... Uh, if I could just find a proper uh, set of headphones and a microphone to do the show. I, right now I'm using the old telephone that we used to use to take requests. Of course, we don't have much use for that anymore, but it seems to be working fine, but I just keep getting these stupid random calls. And, well, see, there you go. So, well, hang on, just let me grab it. 1019 Jack FM. Hey, Scott. Yeah. You know the breeze? Yeah. That sounded really good. I like that. Thank you. Good, good. But then all of a sudden, I heard that. Excuse me? Ah, don't make you look good. Come on. Juvenile. I just need a proper mic. Not a phone. It shouldn't surprise anyone to hear that people check their phones an ungodly amount. I was just looking at one of these uh, surveys from this tech company. And you probably know because most people have apps that tell you how often you check your phone. But this company says Americans check their phones 96 times a day, which works out to about once every 10 minutes that you're awake. Holy crap. Imagine that. Like once every 10 minutes you're looking at your phone. That's up 20% from a similar poll in 2017 and up 1,000% from how often people would look at their pocket watches and rotary phones 60 years ago. <laughs> you're checking your rotary phone once every 10 minutes. But it might not be a bad thing. Nearly half of Americans say that their smartphones help them achieve more work balance, not less. Keep telling yourself that. There's something on the radio you should hear. Can I turn on the radio? Okay, where are you? I'm on the radio. Coming to you live from the engineer's closet here in the Midwest Communications Building where I have found a very interesting... I don't know what the hell this is. Collection of... Looks like old gum wrappers or something like that. Do you collect anything? No! People collect some weird things. I collect, uh, I have some movie props that I collect. Like, there's uh, full moon movies. I don't know if you're familiar with any of those movies. They get a lot of killer dolls in them, like <laughs> Ginger Dead Man and Puppet Master. I will sometimes buy, like, uh, toys or action figures, I like to call them, from those movies, little collectibles. Some people collect classic things like stamps, coins, comic books, music. But if you've watched those TV shows about hoarding and storage units, you know that there are some people with some strange obsessions, like weird, weird stuff. Here's a survey of the weirdest things that people collect, and they are, uh, wow, carnivorous plants. I used to have a real fear of those. I remember there being an episode of Gilligan's Island when I was younger where they had a huge, like, meat-eating plant, like, from the Little Shop of Horrors. But, of course, there are Venus flytraps. Some people collect carnivorous plants, uh, old automobile parts, swords of any kind. Swords are very popular. You go to any of the uh, FM Comic Con or Valley Con, any of that, you'll see a lot of people selling swords, throwing stars, weapons, that type of stuff. How about this one? Frozen pizza packaging. Are we truly collecting this, or are we just between trash days? Who collects frozen pizza packaging? Gargoyles? Dust? Unclear if people meant this metaphorically, literally, or I guess inadvertently, collecting dust. Portraits of Wolverine. <laughs> Raccoons and penguin statues. And finally, banana plants. Not to be confused with banana pants. And then, banana pants! Me, of course, I'm just trying to collect a paycheck. your best source for a wide array of lowbrow, low-quality poop jokes. I like to say that uh, poop jokes aren't my favorite, but they are a solid number two. <laughs> no, that's not funny. So, 
The Huffington Post has an article called The Number One Serial for Going Number Two. So about the closest thing to a real-life colon blow. You remember colon blow from Saturday Night Live? They didn't actually name a number one, but they did come up with a list of the 10 best high-fiber cereals to buy. So these are cereals that'll help you, you know, in the bathroom department. And the funny thing is I don't recognize uh, a, a good bulk of these cereals. And I'm even a bit of a cereal aficionado. Barbara's Multigrain Puffins. Have you ever heard of that before? Bob's Red Mill Organic Oat Bran. What? Ugh. <laughs> Probably about as tasty as eating the box. Cheerios. Definitely the most mainstream cereal on the list. Cheerios. Ezekiel's Sprouted Flourless Flakes. Again, just cut up the box and <laughs> pour a little milk on it. Fiber One. All right, I've heard of Fiber One. Forager Organic Grain-Free O's. Kellogg's All Brand Buds. Cranberry Almond Kind Cereal. That's from the same company that makes those kind bars. Almond Kind Cereal. Nature's Path Flax Plus Multi-Brand Flakes. And here's my favorite. A real cereal called Poop Like a Champion. You think she'll poop a big enough log? They got it on Amazon. Poop Like a Champion Healthy Choice Ultra High Fiber Cereal. It says it's a low-carb food, keto-friendly, and fiber supplement. Sounds like buying a big box of the cramps. I'm convinced. Colin Blow and you in the morning. Colin Blow and new Super Colon Blow. Warning, may cause abdominal distension. Consult a physician. Remember those old encyclopedias that would put out a yearly volume of things that happened that year? My parents bought a set of encyclopedias from a door-to-door salesman when I was young. Could you imagine doing that today? I don't remember the last time a door-to-door salesman even came to my house. I remember him coming over several times. He was a young guy, like college age. My, my parents really liked him. But we would get every year, for quite a while, these year-in-review, I think it was Collier's Encyclopedias. And I used to love paging through those growing up. And now I get the same vicarious thrill bringing you... This Dad History! Things that happened on this date, September 21st, 84 years ago. Holy cow, 1937, The Hobbit was first published. I was not aware that it was that old. The amazing instrumental Sleepwalk by Santo and Johnny came out 62 years ago. That was 1959, number one on the pop singles chart. That's this one if you're not familiar with it. That slide guitar is cool. Sleepwalk by Sano and Johnny. Harper Valley PTA by Jeannie C. Riley also hit number one on the pop singles charts in 1968. That is 53 years ago. Guess when Monday Night Football debuted? 1970. That is 51 years ago. The Browns beat the visiting Jets 31-21, and the announcing team was Howard Cosell, Dandy Don Meredith, and Keith Jackson. Dog Day Afternoon starring Al Pacino, 46 years ago. That came out in 1975, opened in New York. Kick-ass Al Pacino movie. Also, uh, ACDC released their 12th album, Razor's Edge, 31 years ago in 1990. Can you believe that? That's when the uh, El- the songs Thunderstruck and Money Talks came out. Goodfellas came out 31 years ago in 1990. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. Featuring Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, and Joe Pesci. Phenomenal movie, Goodfellas. Nirvana released In Utero in 1993 on this date. And finally, President Clinton's videotaped grand jury testimony was publicly broadcast 23 years ago in 1998. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Lies. Lies. Oh, lies. Oh, lies. So Americans have a lot on their plate right now. There is a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of like the pandemic, 
You got natural disasters seemingly everywhere. The endless Jeopardy hosting drama. It's been rough. It's been rough. But here's the one issue that gets overlooked. Rich kids' inheritances. That's a biggie. In a new survey, 67% of millionaires say that they are worried about, quote, leaving too much money to their kids. And they don't want them blowing the money and having the size and profile of the estate negatively affecting them. I can safely say this. My kids don't have to worry about that. <laughs> the, odds, the odds of me leaving them too much money is, is very... Uh, sparse. Uh, They also don't want to make them lazy, and they think that there could be better uses for the money, like charities. So this is good news. One-third of millionaires plan on leaving roughly half of their assets to their heir, while two-thirds say that they plan on leaving at least part of their estate to charity. That's nice. That's a good good use for the money. And check this stat. The wealthiest 1% of Americans receive inheritances worth an average of $719,000, while the bottom 50% gets an average of $9,700 up to chew on. You got a birthday today? Today is September 21st. If you've got a birthday, you are sharing it with Jason Derulo. Strippers everywhere have him to thank for being able to set their dance routines to his songs Talk Dirty and Wiggle. That's Jason Derulo turning 32 today. How about Maggie Grace, who plays Althea on Fear of the Walking Dead? She is 38. Nicole Richie, Lionel Richie's daughter, she turns 40. We've got a birthday for Liam Gallagher, singer for Oasis, who reportedly has 12 toes. He's 49 years old. (laughs) Gross. Luke Wilson, Owen's brother, he turns 50. Ricky Lake is 53 today. Cheryl Hines, Larry's wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm, she is 56 and looking pretty. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And finally, Dave Coulier is 62. He was Uncle Joey on Full House and Fuller House, and he is the guy that Alanis Morissette is singing about in her better jam, You Oughta Know. I'll handle this. I'm a comic. It's my non-paying job to cheer people up. Stupid! You're so stupid! Boy, oh boy, there's nothing like persistence. 32-year-old Ronald Hill Jr. got arrested last week after robbing the same 7-Eleven four different times this summer. Four times? Imagine the look on the cashier's face the fourth time this idiot walked through the door. I wish I knew how to quit you. (laughs) The first robbery happened on July 15th. Then he came back and robbed it again on August 22nd. August 29th and September 6th. So basically just kind of treating it like his own ATM machine. About a week between each of the uh, last three. Rob it, come back a week later. Rob it, come back a week later. Each time he came in, he stole stuff off the shelves, took cash from the register, and assaulted an employee. It's not clear if it was the same employee all four times. He got caught trespassing somewhere else last Thursday, and cops realized it was the same guy from the security footage. He is now facing four counts of robbery. Some guy in Toronto was driving around in a red Cadillac on Tuesday night. According to police, he was impaired, so either drunk or on drugs. If all criminals made it this easy on cops, we'd eventually have no crime. For some reason, he decided to start doing loops in the parking lot of a police station. Round and round and round. It was about 1.45 in the morning when a cop saw him slowly driving in circles in the parking lot, weaving in between parked cars and flashing his headlights on and off for some reason. Officer talked to him, told him to stop, but the, but the guy refused and just kept doing it. Two cops and police cruisers eventually boxed him in and got him to stop the car. They arrested him for impaired driving. 
There you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news on 1019 Jack FM. You didn't even know you needed to hear on a Tuesday morning. You can throw these around at the office, throw them around at the workplace, on the job site. It is our job to make you the most interesting person in the room. And it's cheaper than drugs. Uh, Kate Upton's great-grandfather invented the washing machine. If you don't know who Kate Upton is, I feel I feel sorry for you. She's a swimsuit model and actress who has a net worth of $20 million. But would you believe that her great-grandfather invented the washing machine? The electric washing machine, invented in 1907, a washing machine operated by electricity rather than by hand. You only do it by hand if it's a small load. The oldest fo- the oldest photograph of a president is a picture of John Quincy Adams from 1843. And what a handsome man he was. Our sixth president, he had those great big mutton chops framing his face, and he's scowling, not a smile on his face. All those old photographs, nobody's ever smiling. Have you noticed that? They've all got the most serious look on their face. It was serious business taking a picture back then. Uh, the average dog creates 274 pounds of poop a year. And judging by the mess I had to clean up in my backyard over the weekend, my dog uh, created about 100 pounds of it. So much doo-doo. A pitcher named Mike Baxick Sr. pitched against Hank Aaron in the game where Aaron hit his record 755th home run, but Baxick got him out and another one of his teammates gave up the home run later in the game. 31 years later, his son, Mike Baxick Jr., threw the pitch where Barry Bonds hit his record-breaking 756th home run. How crazy is that? I don't even know anything about baseball, and I know that's crazy. Finally, some Volkswagen cars in 1959 had coffee makers built into the dashboard. I am all for that. Have a, have a little fender bender and spill hot coffee all over the place. Ah! I think there aren't enough risks when you're driving right now, enough distractions. Coffee maker built into the dashboard. There you go, your random facts for a Tuesday. This is 1019 Jack FM. 